humbling myself before you, Lord. I don't want to live my life in haughtiness. I don't want to live my life believing that I have the answer, or at least the questions. You said in your word, Lord, to humble yourself. I don't want you to have to humble me, Lord. I want to humble myself. Morning, Hod. Yes, sir. Jack. Jack. Love you too, brother. set my face toward humility. I want to have a direction for my spiritual life. I want to have goals for my spirit. One day I had a goal for my soul. I wanted to teach my soul how to read better. That didn't quite happen, but it got better. I had a spiritual goal. I want to teach myself to write better. And that happened when I began to write according to my spirit. I began to write according to the nature that was myself. I had physical goals. Do so many push-ups. Do so many push-ups a day. So many. Okay. Do so many jumping jacks. But I didn't for a long time have spiritual goal. I didn't have a direction for my spiritual mind. See, we're about the perfection. This, this thing is about the perfection of a people that belongs to a God. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So you see, this is, can, can be like a, 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 you know how you go out in the field, you go out in the forest, and you have a handbook. The Bible is your handbook. 
But along with your Bible, you have pamphlets of instruction. Short bursts of information in the spirit that help you move your vessel closer to the Lord. Because see, that's the goal. To move closer to the Lord. See, that's the goal. Is to move your vessel closer to the Lord. To move your spirit closer to the Lord. To move your, your life force and your life function closer to the Lord. To make him the centerpiece. To make him the centerpiece of everything you do. That's moving yourself closer to the Lord. When he is your all in all and is a part of everything that you think about. He has something to say, even when you're wrong. He has something to say, even when you are slightly off in your understanding. And that voice brings correction. Because you've given the authority of your life over to the Holy Spirit of God. Hey, Jimmy. You've given the authority of your life over to the Holy Spirit of God. given your authority and placed it into the hands of a living God, your Lord. Because he has a blood. He has a flesh and blood agreement with you. He has a flesh and blood agreement with you. He has a flesh and blood of his son, Jesus Christ, as a down payment for everything you need. For every pain that's ever caused you, every hurt, every destructive force that ever came against your life, he has a flesh and blood deposit that you can draw upon and put it on it. Things you can't get over, that alcoholic mama, that alcoholic daddy. God, in the name of Jesus, has a blood deposit to remove that stain from your spirit, from your heart, from your soul. People don't realize God is a cleanser. He's a cleaner. He comes in like a flood and washes away the wicked that's in our heart. That's in our memory of our life culture. 
I've been trapped. I was trapped for so long in memories of my life culture, how I was raised, what happened. Life culture producing thoughts. Thoughts producing a mind. A mind producing a culture, producing a lifestyle. And I would go to church and jump up and down and feel good for a while, but I still never could get rid of the culture. I could maybe just push it aside for a while, but it seemed like this culture was ever in me. The culture of how I thought, the culture of how I saw my life, the culture that was groomed for me in a natural birthright, in a natural birthing order. So many times we live our lives in cultures and we can't get out the culture. But you know, you got to get out the culture to come into the kingdom culture. You can't carry the culture of the world and understand the culture of the kingdom. The two cultures don't go together. You can't eat at both tables. See, both tables produce a culture culture of the world has a table that we eat at most of the time but the culture of the kingdom has a table has a banquet table set out for us all the time in the spirit so who do I talk to who am I who am I talking to who do I spend my time in communication with my spirit man or my soul life who directs my thoughts Am I a free thinker in Christ? Or am I a, 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 a union thinker in the flesh? In line with the unions of the world in the flesh, the mindsets of the flesh. So when we talk about the childhood in Christ our childhood in Christ. And the need to return to the childhood of Christ. That's inside of us as a point of relationship to him. Because I've understood something about his personality. And I'm, and I'm trying to incorporate it with wisdom and power and strength. But to come to God with a child's heart. To come to Christ. Come to Christ. like a vulnerable child at the knees of a father or a mother, holding on to the ankles of a mother, 
peace without fear because I'm by my mama at comfort at peace without fear because I'm at my daddy's arms good morning Okay, then. How are you this morning? Good, good. That, that look in a child's eye when they're at peace in their mother's arms. That look in a child's eye when their father is standing over them and they're looking up at them knowing that the love of that father has covered them. That child is fearless before he knows fear. That child is loving before they even know love. As a definition for their lives. They are in a state of being. They are in a state of being in love with the Lord. That's what it means to have a child. Heart. That's what it means to come to the Lord. Unless you become as little children, you cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Unless you become as little children, you cannot enter into the love. cannot enter into the love relationship. Jesus says, unless ye become as little children, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. There's some scriptures that are edicts. Things that you can't step around. Things you can't bargain with. That's a goal for your spirit, see. That's a goal for the born-again believer's spirit. Because when you develop that in your spiritual mind, you have all the strength that you need because he is your strength. You develop that relationship in your heart. He is your emotion. He is the end point of your emotional life so that everything can be filtered through his life. You've entered into the sweet spot of your relationship in Christ. The joy of your salvation, so to speak. 
How many times have you understood the joy of your salvation? If you, don't, if you are born again believer and have not and have not experienced the joy of your salvation, there's something wrong. I'm not saying you can experience all the time, but you can constantly be seeking for it. Constantly be seeking, looking for the joy of your salvation. The psalmist says, return to me the joy of my salvation. Return it to me. That means I know it was lost. I know it got lost somewhere. You can't return something you already got. Return back to me the joy of my salvation. I may have lost it somewhere along the road. Bring me that childlike heart. That, that mind of innocence. Giggling before my God. Not afraid to be seen. Not afraid to be experienced by him. Not afraid to be exposed to him. Not running, not running away, but running to. You said 25, right? Okay. Not running away, but running to the living God. Some of us are sprinting towards Him, some of us are crawling. Good morning. Some of us are being drugged. Some of us are being pushed. Towards the Lord. <laughs> 